Well, hopes are growing that after 10 consecutive interest rate rises, the Reserve Bank might hit the brakes on any more hikes at today's closely watched board meeting. But there could be a bit of a nasty sting in the tail. Surging oil prices are likely to create some additional bill shock at the petrol bowser, meaning more cost of living pain down the track for businesses and consumers. Does that need to be considered today as well? Let's find out more from ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan, who joins us. Peter, good morning. Given what the world's been through during the, the pandemic, why is the price of crude oil going up now? Well, Glenn, uh, good morning. Just when you thought it was uh, safe to stop worrying for just a little bit, and we know that oil is a vital commodity that keeps the wheels of the global economy turning, but there are growing concerns that the world economy is probably about to slow with storm clouds darkening about a recession in the United States. Now, this is why OPEC, which is basically a cosy club of Oil producers led by Saudi Arabia, often referred to as a cartel, has decided to turn off the tap uh, beyond an earlier tightening with further output cuts of more than a million barrels a day. Important to note that uh, the United States is not part of OPEC and some commentators have made the point that uh, OPEC is really thumbing its nose at the United States and President Joe Biden who put the pressure on OPEC to keep the oil flowing. Now, the outlook for a reduced uh, oil supply has seen the global oil benchmark Brent crude surge more than 6% this morning to $84.80 US dollars a barrel. Last month, Brent went to a 15-month low of 70 US dollars a barrel on fears of uh, weakening demand. So OPEC concerned that there's just not enough money flowing in. That in turn will mean higher petrol prices as the higher crude price flows through, meaning more inflation, which runs the risk of more interest rate rises in the United States and around the world, places like here in Australia. Also, fears of a banking crisis in the United States, even a small one stemming from uh, small Californian banks in the US, is compounding recession fears. And the former oil executive, Cornelia Meyer, says OPEC is really battening down to keep the money flowing by keeping the crude price up. The reason is that there's right now just too much oil sloshing around the markets and the oil price has come down. The various um, countries are very concerned that the banking crisis has detrimental impact on the economy, on economic growth, and with that on oil consumption and oil demand. So they are sort of taking preemptive measures to cut. And, you know, when you look at what's happening in Europe with the banking crisis and with the U.S., that is a real concern. Former oil executive Cornelia Meyer. They say it's all about stabilising the price, but it certainly succeeded in raising the price. Peter, turning to today's main event here, the meeting of the Reserve Bank Board on whether to raise interest rates, do you think that surging oil price might complicate the outlook for inflation? Well, uh, Glenn, the high crude price or the higher crude price down the track um, will hit hard at the petrol bowser and no doubt add to inflation. Uh, one, once again, something that's out of the control of the Reserve Bank, just like the war in Ukraine. Still, uh, speculation persists that the Reserve Bank will pause its rate hiking strategy at today's board meeting. Even though inflation is still very high at 6.8%, it's coming down just a bit, but it's still well above the 2 to 3% target band. Money markets continue to factor in a 100% chance of a rate freeze. Some economists tip another hike of a quarter of a percentage point given those very 
high inflation numbers and they won't be wanting to send any signal that the emergency is over. Uh, but it looks as though uh, if the rises um, might stop today, um, they might even continue further on if inflation shows signs of ticking up. Might be a temporary break. All right, we'll find out later today. Before I let you go, the, the thing we take for granted a lot these days, the mobile phone that you'll be using, no doubt, probably from the Reserve Bank later, has a very significant birthday today. Yeah, well, that's right. A lot of us uh, probably feel naked without the mobile phone. But on this day in April 1973, the first actual mobile phone call was made when an engineer working for Motorola in the US called a arrival at uh, AT&T. The mobile phone had existed before, but this was the first truly mobile phone uh, that used cellular technology to connect uh, devices, and it was six years before this became commercially available, costing around US dollars a unit. Um, you started uh, seeing them here in the mid-1980s as bricks in popular culture with Michael Douglas on Wall Street. I remember taking uh, one out to a press conference in 1986 as a young ABC reporter. This brick, as they were known, weighed um, more than a kilo. The battery life was around 30 minutes and you'd be getting a, a rocket from accounts if you talk too much because of the astronomy costs. And uh, now it's more of a question of how do we actually get away from the mobile phone given it's pretty much taken over all our lives to a large extent. Yeah, I think it was Madonna who said, I preferred life pre-phone. It has certainly changed everything. Peter, it's a long way from carrying those bricks around. Good luck today. Talk again soon. Peter Ryan, the ABC's senior business correspondent. I like the line from the man who made that phone call. We heard from him earlier on the program. He said you couldn't make long calls. The thing was too heavy to hold up for that long.